Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Inside Edition ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Romance on the field, before the entire world, the long kiss, and what did Tamar whisper in her boyfriend's ear? Then, Trump's accuser speaks out. Wait till you see how she says she'll spend the $83 million award. I'd like to give the money. And what is Tower 22? What we've learned about the super-secret American military base in the desert. Plus, give me back my dog. The owner hanging on for dear life after her French bulldog is dog now. I literally like went. Then, disgraced lawyer Alec Murdoch. Did the court clerk tamper with the jury? What the jurors are saying today in court. Was your verdict influenced in any way? And why this young actress is calling Megyn Kelly a bully. The enormous lips and the teeny tiny nose and the huge overdone filler cheeks. Plus, look who's turning the big 7-0, Oprah and Christy Brinkley. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It is official. The Kansas City Chiefs are headed back to the Super Bowl, where they will go head-to-head with the San Francisco 49ers. Count on the stadium to be filled with red, and count on ratings gold for the telecast. Though Taylor Swift has a concert the day before in Tokyo, it's a safe bet that she will be in Las Vegas for the big game. The love story gripping America took to the field for the world to see as Taylor Swift rewards her man, Travis Kelsey, with a long hug. She couldn't be more proud. Cameras also caught the lovebirds kissing after the Chiefs win against the Ravens. Where were you guys at? We were all the way up there. And look, did Taylor just tell Travis that she loves him? Social media sure thinks so. Just what was Taylor whispering privately in her boyfriend's ear? 
Swifties also had a big question. After all of that smooching, why was there no lipstick smear? The staying power of Taylor Swift's lipstick should be studied by scientists, gushes one fan. Taylor wore jewelry to show her support for Travis. That's a miniature Travis Kelsey jersey with the number 87. She also wore a TNT bracelet, which stands for dynamite, and now Taylor and Travis. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. During the game, cameras cut to Taylor four times for a total of 36 seconds, including this time during a promo for next Sunday's Grammys. Well, there's Taylor Swift, and she's going to be there. But she didn't seem pleased about the camera coverage, mouthing, Go away, please. After the game, Taylor celebrated with Travis's parents and brother Jason. And she gave the brothers plenty of space to bask in the moment. How about it, huh, baby? How about it? But she suffered a rude reception by some Ravens fans. Hey, Taylor, you're Now throngs of Swifties will also be watching Super Bowl Sunday, hoping to catch another glimpse of Taylor supporting her football star boyfriend. And in case you're counting, the Super Bowl is just 13 days away. Writer E. Jean Carroll spoke publicly today for the first time since her stunning victory in that defamation case against Donald Trump. She says she's going to use a big chunk of that $83 million for something she says Mr. Trump would hate, setting up a fund for other women who claim they were sexually assaulted by the former president, something he denies. But will she see any of the money? Here's Amber Cagliano. Writer E. Jean Carroll is celebrating her staggering $83.3 million victory over Donald Trump today, making the rounds of morning TV. Who can conceive of $83 million? I am a mere human. She's not the only one hailing the verdict. The ladies of The View could barely contain their glee walking out on set to the theme song from The Apprentice. You know who has to pay money, 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 money. But the question many are asking is, will E. Jean Carroll ever see a dime? Do you think you're going to get the money, I think? Oh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Money. Think, why are you so confident you're going to get Because even if he doesn't have the cash on hand, he has, has plenty of assets, and he may have to sell his assets to pay us. And Carroll has big plans for her share. I'd like to give the money to something Donald Trump hates. Perhaps a fund for the women who have been sexually assaulted by Donald Trump. Those applauding the verdict are crediting the jurors. Look at this headline. Nine regular people tell Donald Trump to shut up and pay up. The seven men and two women included a doctor, a teacher, a therapist, and a publicist. E. Jean Carroll and her attorney say Trump's behavior in court backfired on him. Donald Trump walks out during closing arguments. They're trying to send a message, and if so, what do you think that message is? I think they said, enough. Mm. Enough. And the message seems to have gotten through. Trump did not mention Carroll once at his campaign rallies or on social media over the weekend, but his rival, Nikki Haley, did. I absolutely trust the jury, and I think that they made their decision based on the evidence. On SNL, host Dakota Johnson took a crack at Trump using an old photo from the 2015 40th anniversary show before Trump was even running for president. Look who's sitting right behind me. <laughs> it's just crazy to be standing so close to someone who would become the most powerful person in America. 
actually, that is probably not a joke. Other news today, a deadly mistake may have cost three American service personnel their lives. U.S. officials now admitting the drone attack on a U.S. base in Jordan happened just as an American drone was returning from a mission. And personnel got the two confused. It happened at a little-known post called Tower 22. Stephen Fabian on what that is and why American troops are there. It's your first look inside Tower 22, the little-known U.S. base where three soldiers were killed, two of them women, and more than 40 wounded by a drone attack. Tower 22 is a strategic outpost tucked into the desert of Northeast Jordan. The women soldiers were identified as Specialist Kennedy Sanders, 24, and Brianna Moffitt, 23. Sergeant William Rivers, 46, was also killed. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin spoke about the crisis as he returned to the Pentagon for the first time since that controversial hospital stay when he didn't inform President Biden he was being treated for prostate cancer. President and I will not tolerate attack on U.S. forces and we will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. Tower 22 is home to 350 members of the U.S. military. This cat is the camp mascot. Images posted online show daily life on the base, which is nicknamed Rukman Nightclub, after the remote desert region where the borders of Jordan, Syria, and Iraq meet. One popular activity is powerlifting in this well-equipped gym. How are bases like Tower 22 vulnerable? Obviously, uh, they found a, a big gap, which was we were launching drones and recovering drones, and uh, they probably used that to mask a drone coming in of their own uh, to attack us. Just days ago, few had heard of Tower 22. Today, it's a flashpoint that could trigger a wider conflict. Former President Trump posted, we are on the brink of World War III. There are more than 40,000 American service personnel stationed in various places in the Middle East. We've reported before on dog nappings of French bulldogs. They can sell for as much as $3,000, and thieves are incredibly brazen. But when one thief tried to steal this lady's dog, she was incredibly daring. She jumped on the bandit's car to try to save her pup. Jim Murray on how it ended. It's extraordinary video of a woman clinging to the hood of a speeding car. Her stolen French bulldog is inside. You're grabbing onto the windshield wiper? Yeah, that was the only thing I could grip. And, and that's all that was keeping you on that car? That was the only thing I could grip. Ali Zacharias says she was clinging on for dear life, praying the thieves would stop the car and give her dog back. Instead, they did the unthinkable. He started to like swerve back and forth and try and like swing me off. She says she was having lunch at this Whole Foods in downtown Los Angeles when a woman called out to her dog. Suddenly, the stranger grabbed Little Onyx by the leash and hurried off. For a moment, the dog owner was too stunned to react. Then, the chase was on. Ali says she watched as the dog napper got into a white Kia Forte. Inside were four women. That's when she jumped on top of the hood. They locked the doors, and I don't, I'm like, I come over here and I say, stop, <laughs> do not go. And then, and then, and then you're on like this? He drives into me. Yeah. And so, yeah, I literally like went, yeah. Did you think to yourself, oh my gosh, I'm going to die? A hundred percent. I thought that that was it. Zacharias is offering a $10,000 reward for the return of her bulldog, who was not microchipped. She stars on the Amazon Prime series, The Boys, but some critics are talking about actress Erin Moriarty's appearance, not her performance. So she is hitting back, saying it's bullying and horrific. 
It's a war of words. I really want to get in the heads of these young girls and say, please don't do this. Megyn Kelly claims the star of the hit Amazon Prime superhero series, The Boys, has gotten extreme plastic surgery. I'm not scared of you anymore. She's a beautiful actress, but she's decided to completely change her face. This is a picture of her before, which I think was relatively recent, you know, within the past year or so. Now look at her. Look at that. She's got the Kim Kardashian lips. She's made her nose so skinny. It looks like a pencil now. She's got like what appear to me to be cheek implants. Kelly didn't stop there. I find it like a sign of mental illness. It's extremely upsetting. Now, Erin Moriarty is hitting back, saying she's horrified by the bullying, calling Megyn Kelly's comments disgustingly false. Shame on you, Megyn Kelly. The 29-year-old actress points out the before photo Kelly was referring to was taken about a decade ago, before I was of legal drinking age. Moriarty agrees her appearance has changed recently, but that's because she's lost 10 pounds after being stressed and barely been able to eat and sleep. I got my makeup done that day and it involves major contouring. And I remember leaving and feeling pretty. Moriarty says the comments have been so upsetting she's considering taking a break from social media. And Princess Kate and King Charles were both released from the hospital today. The king headed home with his wife Camilla after spending one night more than expected following a procedure for an enlarged prostate. Kate was released after nearly two weeks in the hospital for that abdominal surgery. She still has several weeks to rest at home before she'll be back out in public. She's accused of killing her boyfriend by stabbing him 108 times. And now there is fury over the fact that she has been spared jail time after the judge ruled she was not in control because she'd been smoking pot. The victim's father says everyone who smokes marijuana in California has been given the license to kill. Jim Murray has our report and we warn some video may be intense for some viewers. Could there be a more open and shut case? Literally having videotape of her in the act, kneeling over my son, covered in his blood. The accusation was shocking. 33-year-old Bryn Spetcher stabbed her boyfriend, Chad Amelia, 108 times across his body. Video from the scene in Thousand Oaks, California, shows the woman on a stretcher covered in blood. After stabbing her boyfriend, she turned the knife on herself, stabbing herself in the neck 43 times. She also stabbed her dog. A jury found her guilty of involuntary manslaughter. Family and friends of the 26-year-old victim were certain she would get serious prison time. They held a rally outside the courthouse, urging the judge to hand down a tough sentence. Instead, what did she get? Not one day in jail, just 100 hours of community service. Well, I got to tell you, I, I really felt betrayed by the system. I felt that the system had failed. I don't understand how you go from stabbing somebody 108 times and then you get community service. So how did Bryn Spetcher get off so easy? The judge ruled she committed the crime after smoking highly potent marijuana and was in the throes of marijuana-induced psychosis and had no control over her actions. Bryn Spetcher claims her boyfriend never told her the marijuana was especially strong when he gave it to her to smoke. The pathetic defense here has been to blame the victim. Let's blame the person that's been stabbed 108 times. It was ridiculous. Deputy District Attorney Audrey Nassiger prosecuted the case. It's a complete miscarriage of justice. It's a slap in the face to the victim and their family. And I think it harms victims everywhere. 
It sets a dangerous precedent for our country. Was Chad basically blamed for his own death? Absolutely. In addition to community service, Spetcher was put on probation for two years. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, disgraced lawyer Alec Murdoch. Did the court clerk tamper with the jury? What the jurors are saying today in court. Was your verdict influenced in any way? Plus, look who's turning the big 7-0. Oprah and Christy Brinkley. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Convicted murderer Alec Murdoch was back in court today as a judge hears evidence of possible tampering with the jury who found him guilty of killing his wife and son. At issue, did a clerk of court improperly interfere with the jurors? Here's Les Trent. Killer lawyer Alec Murdoch returned to court today arguing that he deserved a new trial because this official, the court clerk, tainted the jury that found him guilty almost a year ago. To me, it felt like... She made it seem like he was already guilty. All 12 jurors returned to the courthouse in South Carolina. Cameras were not permitted to show their faces. Instead, the camera stayed focused on Judge Jean Toll. You have done absolutely nothing wrong. Then one juror dropped the bombshell. Was your verdict influenced in any way by the communications of the clerk of court in this case? Yes, ma'am. And how was it influenced? To me, it felt like she made it seem like he was already guilty. Did that affect your finding of guilty in this case? Yes, ma'am. Court TV crime and justice correspondent Matt Johnson is there. Bombshell testimony here in South Carolina from juror Z, who testified that Becky Hill influenced her verdict by making comments like, watch him very closely. Another juror said he also heard an inappropriate comment from the court clerk. She made a comment about watch his body language. But the juror denied his verdict was in any way swayed by the clerk's remark. And other jurors denied hearing any comments at all from the court clerk. Was your verdict on March the 2nd, 2023, 
influenced in any way with any communications by the clerk of court, Becky Hill, in this case? No, ma'am, it was not. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Hill then took the stand to deny the accusations. Did you have any conversation with any juror in which you tried to influence their decision? I did not have a conversation with any juror about anything related to this case. Late today, the judge ruled that Alex Murdoch will not be getting a new trial. While she says the clerk of court did talk to at least one juror, the jury stuck to their oath and did their job correctly. We'll be back with more Inside Edition after this. Still to come, look who's turning the big 7-0, Oprah and Christy Brinkley. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They say 70 is the new 50, and these ladies are proof. Oprah Winfrey turns 70 today, posting a video of herself on Instagram running on the beach with a friend. This is 70, she writes. And CBS Morning's co-host Gail King helped mark the milestone with a special birthday shout-out to her best friend. A big happy birthday shout-out to... Oprah! Today, Oprah turns 70. Wow. Also celebrating the big 7-0, the uptown girl, Christy Brinkley, who turns 70 later this week. The model says despite four past marriages, she's open to finding true love, even if it's not anytime soon. I am pretty comfortable with my life the way it is, so que sera, sera, she tells People Magazine. And comedian Jay Leno is seeking conservatorship of wife Mavis's estate after announcing she has been diagnosed with dementia. The former Tonight Show host has been married to the women's rights activist for more than 40 years. Mavis accompanied Jay last night to his stand-up set in Hermosa Beach, California. While getting out of their car, Jay whispers to his wife before taking her hand. It's the first time the couple has been spotted together since news broke of the conservatorship. The legal measure would give the comedian control over his 77-year-old wife's finances, so she's taken care of in the years ahead. We wish the Lenos the best. When we come back, a Superman dad and his mini-me. Finally today, a father and son, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Super dad shows off his superhuman strength. His five-month-old son sure looks impressed. As if he wants to grow up to be just like dad. (laughs) Leaving you with a smile. That's Inside Edition. Thank you for watching. 
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news, and culture maker interviews, and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that does that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.